Alongside Matt Ray, I'm Austin Price for the VolQuest.com podcast here on this Sunday. Tennessee wrapping up official visitors for the month of June. Also wrapping them up for this weekend as Tennessee hosted 15 official visitors plus a couple of unofficial visitors this weekend with uh, Jake Merklinger coming back to town, Matt, and then also Danny Okoye, the talented edge from the state of Oklahoma, in town this weekend as well. Your overall overarching take as we leave the weekend. Well, I think Tennessee had a really good weekend uh, coming out. The The main thing was the culture and being around the players. Uh, the other recruits feeling like you were around a lot of guys that you were related to, being able to have conversation that you enjoyed, being around the coaches, talking to them, being on the lake. Man, I'm, I, the lake and the river are the main things that I heard this weekend. Um, just being around and having a good time on the boat and not being so much about football. I think that was important for Tennessee this week. A lot of high-level football players here, but a lot of guys that are looking at culture, and I think that's the thing that stands out the most coming out of this weekend. All right, the first question everybody's going to ask is, who are we getting, right? Like everybody wants to know, who, who's Tennessee going to land out of this weekend? I'm not sure anybody commits like today or tomorrow but I do think you know, out of this weekend, Tennessee ends up with, you know, their handful of commits. Um, you know, who, who stands out as far as, you know, you know, people that you feel like Tennessee made a move with? Well, I think it starts with Bennett Warren, right? I think a lot of eyes were on him coming into this trip, and rightfully so. Tennessee needs a tackle body in this class, and he certainly provides that. But the kicker was that he's had Tennessee in his top four for some time, but he hadn't been to campus. That changed this weekend. The Vols certainly put their best foot forward there. I think Bennett Warren came away very impressed by everything that he saw at Tennessee. His family enjoyed the trip. Um, he's going to go home. He's going to process. I'd look for a decision sometime mid to late July, but the Vols are definitely more of a factor in this one now than they were coming in. All right, let's talk about the receivers. We're talking about Amari um, Jefferson and then Mike Matthews. When when you look at those two, it, it feels like Tennessee did as well as they possibly could this weekend. I'm not sure Tennessee could have done any better than what they did with Amari Jefferson and Mike Matthews. No, I agree, Austin. I think for both of those guys this weekend was important to reinforce some things that they already knew uh, and continue to build upon that, learn more about how they would be used inside of this offense if they were to come to Tennessee. Uh, specifically in talking to Mike Matthews, uh, he got a lot of football questions asked. He, he asked a lot of football questions during this visit, and he got a lot answered. Um, I think there's been some negative recruiting with Mike Matthews, and, of course, that happens everywhere. But there were some concerns, you know, that other schools had voiced toward him about Tennessee's offense that he fit in. And he got those questions answered this weekend. He enjoyed his time with Josh Heupel. He enjoyed his time with Jake Merklinger, Nico Iamaliava, being around Kelsey Pope and those guys in the receiver room. And, you know, something I kind of expected coming into this weekend, Brew McCoy was his player host. And I think there's a lot of similarities there. I think there's a lot of things that, you know, those two connect on. And I think it was very important for Brew to be Mike Matthews' player host this weekend throughout a very good visit for him. Yeah, as for Jefferson, you know, uh, you know, had a chance to catch up with him. Um, Tennessee continues to get stronger and stronger in his recruitment. Alabama built a lead a few weeks ago. Um, you know, I think Tennessee hit it out of the park this weekend with A.J. I think, you know, he said late July, 1st of August. I, I could see it happening sooner than then. I, you know, I, I think, you know, everybody around him is going to want to focus on the senior season and, you know, 
start, you know, trying to go back to back at Baylor. Um, and, and I think that, that that starts with kind of getting some of this recruiting stuff behind them. So, you know, I think Tennessee did a phenomenal job there this weekend. You talk about answering questions. Josh Heupel and company were able to answer a lot of the questions he had. Obviously, he wants to play both baseball and uh, football. He met with Tony Vitello. He met with, with Josh Heupel. And, um, you know, I, I think that that one is one that you definitely watch. Elijah Rushing, defensive lineman. Uh, from the state of Arizona. You had a chance to catch up with him early, early in the wee hours Sunday morning. Your overall thoughts of catching up with Elijah Rushing? Yeah, early in the wee hours of the morning for me, even earlier for him, one thirty in the morning his time. So, um, overall, I thought, you know, Tennessee, again, did as well as they could there. I thought they showed Elijah Rushing everything that he needed to see coming in. Um, now he's got to go back home to Arizona and process all that. The family enjoyed their time here. He enjoyed his time here. He enjoyed being around some some of the players. He related well to Shandavian Bradley, who has continued to be a really good player host for Tennessee here in the month of June. Um, the, the big thing for Elijah Rushing now is when's he going to decide? Is he going to take any more visits before he decides if this thing goes into early August? Where does he get to, um, you know, that last week of July when you can get back out on the road and take visits? To, to me, that's the biggest question. But Tennessee's certainly in this. Um, but, again, he's going to go back home, and we'll see where things go from there. Jordan Ross in town, and uh, he's kind of been, uh, you know, all, all over the map from a standpoint of, like, I guess he, you know, at one point he said Tennessee was on top, then we tried to clarify with him, and he said, you know, Tennessee and Georgia and Florida. And then, you know, today even when I, you know, I, you know he said, you know, they're, they're at the top. I said, well, are they on top or are they with the other two? And he said, with the other two. Um he talk, he's talking about, you know, silently committing sometime potentially in the next couple of months and then announcing later in the year. I'm not sure how all that plays out just because, you know, I just never, you know, best laid plans don't always work out like that. But uh, at the same time, you know, I think Tennessee's done a nice job there. And, uh, you know, he's been here more than he's been anywhere. The question is, is, you know, where is Georgia and where is Florida in the mix for Jordan Ross? Yeah, and I mean, I think, AP, when you look back at this month for him, um, he's been to all three schools now. He's got some official visits planned in the fall. But, again, we're seeing that more and more with guys right now, visits planned in the fall. We've kind of maintained for, you know, another prospect like Williams Winery that will he actually make it to those September visits. It's the same thing for me with Jordan Ross. If he does, then all bets are off. If he doesn't, then, you know, you have to feel like Tennessee's got a chance right there along with Georgia and Florida. I mean, with with what the kid's saying, um, does he he go home and, and work toward a decision? He's a kid that seems very in tune with the process, but I think there's a lot to balance for him right now. So December, you know, potentially could be the, the right timeline for him. Everybody's different. But, again, I'm interested more so to see where Jordan Ross is in July versus where he is right now kind of coming out of the visit because I think he's enjoying all the trips and all all three teams certainly are up there for him. My favorite kid that I spoke with the entire weekend wasn't even an official visitor. I love talking to Danny Okoye. I think part of it's like he's got this deep bass voice and, you know, like him, like, like a kid, if football don't work out, you can be one heck of a DJ on the radio. Like, I mean, <laughs> like it's just so neat to listen to. But, I mean, he just kind of big smile, um, Smart, intelligent, gave really good answers, and uh, clearly Tennessee made a move there this weekend. And the best thing going for Tennessee there, he's not doing anything for a while, and you didn't waste an official. So like Jordan Ross, you're talking about holding the momentum. If he doesn't do anything in the next little bit, Okoye, you can build upon the momentum with your OV in the fall. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think he's kind of been a 
a forgotten guy in a lot of ways out there in Oklahoma. You know, didn't take a lot of visits in the winter after he came cross-country to Tennessee on his own. He's back out here again. Now, he's taken some more visits since. Obviously, he's been to Oklahoma. He's been to LSU. did take an official visit to Texas. But I think the main thing, like you said, Austin, is that Tennessee still got that official visit in their back pocket for the fall with Danny Okoye, and he's enjoyed every trip that he's had to Tennessee so far. Now, when you get him back in the fall, you have a chance to get him here. Uh, Neyland Stadium should be rocking, and he should have a you know even better time. One player who we did not speak with, and no one spoke with, and we'll continue to try to get a hold of, but he is not big on the interviews. He kind of snuck out the door at, at A65 Live. He uh, snuck out the door again today, and that's Ronan O'Connell. He's not big on the interviews, and if he can avoid them, he avoids them, and he avoided them today. Um, but this feels like a Clemson-Tennessee battle. Wisconsin seems like they're running third. Yeah, and um... That, that's just who Ronan is. He's just – he's not about it. He, he'll he be the first to tell you I'm not a great communicator. I'm not going to get back to you in a timely manner all the time. And, you know, I think that's just his personality. But at the end of the day, I think Tennessee continues to be in a good spot for Ronan O'Connell. Clemson certainly gave him something to think about uh, as they offered and he got up there for an official visit. But you have to like where the Vols are sitting right now for him um, heading into July. Staying on the offensive line, William Satterwhite seems like an interesting prospect. It's a ten, another Tennessee-Clemson battle. And, you know, I mean, how many guards is Tennessee going to take? Because both he and Ronan are both interior guys. Tennessee needs tackles, which is where Bennett Warren comes in, then who knows who else. But uh, you know, I'm interested to kind of see how, the, you know, this, you know, O'Connell, Satterwhite deal plays out. Yeah, I mean, Satterwhite, he's, he's another guy that I think when you look at it, he's – I wouldn't say he's been all over the place, but he's been back and forth between these two schools, Tennessee and Clemson, for for some time. And he he likes both of them a lot, and I think that's given pause at at multiple occasions. Um, He says all the right things coming out of this Tennessee visit. He says he wants to iron out a few details and and knock something out sooner than later. So we'll see where that is. But I think he certainly enjoyed his time here this weekend. Finally, Braylon Russell was in town, and and the big running back out of the state of Arkansas. Um, It's Tennessee and Arkansas. I think Tennessee continues to have the momentum exiting this. The question is, is can they hold on to it? You know, the kid's going to announce on July 14th, which is his birthday, you know, all the people in Arkansas are going to lean on him to stay in state between now and then. You know, kind of where does this thing go? But like I said, I mean, I think Tennessee's in, in great shape leaving this visit. Yeah, I think so, Austin. And I think for him being up here, again, around the culture, his mom was here. She had a good time. That was important. Uh, he bonded well with Peyton Lewis. They they had you know, some really good conversations that they both enjoyed. So for, for Braylon Russell, I think if you're Tennessee, I think one thing that's working kind of in your favor here is you do have some momentum, as you said. He's got a planned decision day. If he's got it in his mind where he's going, I think it gets a little bit harder to – you know, offset that um, for whoever's working against Tennessee. But it certainly does feel like it's Tennessee and Arkansas heading to July 14th. Later today, it's the night at Neyland Part 2, although it turns into night at the indoor because of weather in the area. Um, We'll have complete coverage of all the 25s and 26s that are in town for the final camp before the dead period begins Sunday night at midnight. He's Matt Ray. I'm Austin Price. Complete coverage of all the official visitors, minus Ronald McConnell, and camp coming up later today, all at VolQuest.com. Make sure you Give us a follow, like, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. And if you're not a member of VolQuest, make sure you join. Always got a good deal to chop in, be a member of the General's Quarters, and 
talk with some really, really intelligent, friendly, for the most part, ball fans, all at the generalscorers at VolQuest.com. He's Matt Ray. I'm Austin Price.